Okay, so let's talk about aging, getting old, age, um, and my thoughts on that growing up as an Asian Canadian and my views on elder respect. In Asian culture, age is valued in a hierarchical manner. So it's very much like the older are wise and the younger are like the young and foolish and the young, young should respect the old and it comes like a cyclical cycle and the young becomes the old and then and, and expects the respect, expects the respect from the young, right? And so how has growing up in Canada affected my views? When I talk about growing up in Canada, having immigrant parents, a lot of times it's real about the East and the West that battle inside us and trying to f define ourselves and picking and picking and choosing what we feel is right to us, given our upbringing, given, given the influences that we had growing up, as well as the influences that our parent or were my, our parents are trying to instill in us. I'll start off with a story. So the other day, I was leaving the grocery store when I saw a white man in his probably late 60s, maybe early 70s, carrying like a bunch of bags, also leaving. And he was also uh, heading towards the exit. So I like kind of, like he was kind of ahead of me, so I kind of run up a little bit. I only had like a small thing with me. So politely, politely ask him, sir, would you like some help? His response was he sneered. And then he kind of like raised an eyebrow at me and he's like, no thanks. Um, I can do just fine. I'm not as old as you think I am. And so then, you know, then he just kind of walks off, walks ahead and, and I'm like shocked. Like, I don't really say anything. I'm kind of just baffled at the moment. He walks on and, but I stopped to ponder. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> like, I thought he would have been pleased to have me help him and that it showed it like a sign of respect and he would appreciate the gesture, but Instead, it looks, it seemed like I had offended him and really just doing the opposite of what I intended. So I kind of like felt really just shocked at myself. And because of that incident, I was starting to think about our views on aging, the elderly, um, just the word old in general. And then, and kind of did my Google search to research for this, this video and that there are a lot of negative and positive associations with the word old. Think of the word old. What comes to mind when you think of the word old? You know, do you think of feeble, frail, vulnerable, decrepit, senile, elderly, senior, weak, dependent, obsolete? Or do you think revered, wise? respected, insightful, um, sage, enlightened, legendary, master, Yoda. <laughs> what do you think? Really, the, how we interpret our word is, a word is largely dependent on our own experiences, our own influences, our personal upbringing, um, and you know the experiences that we have that shape our biases, um, as well as our values and beliefs around the words. You know, like everyone's, you're unique, just like everyone else. And so it's like, that's why you think of it. Like it's so common. That's why it's so common for folks, a bunch of folks to get triggered whenever, you know, some really famous person with like a million followers on Twitter decides to tweet, you know, 140 characters or 280 characters out. And there's going to bound to be someone that's going to get offended, 
offended by the words despite this person's good intentions because the way we interpret something is different from me and you right the word old you might think of these like senile ugh, decrepit and not for me i think well maybe it's well age you know there's wisdom and all that stuff so everyone has a way of interpreting what words mean so you think about it, someone who grew up in a Western society. So I'll give you a, kind of like a case little story of a person. Like imagine this, like imagine this while you're listening to me or watching me. Imagine a white male who grows up in a Western society, you know, and this is like, I don't know, the 70s or something or 60s. And he has a natural talent in sports and he's like the school's MVP for football, soccer, hockey, basketball, whatever, whatever sport you can name. And his physical ability um, his strength, his agility, and his endurance is like what makes his self-esteem um, because that's who he is. That's how he, he, how he defines himself. And his parents praise him, supports him, encourages him, you know, and, you know, he takes pride in his talent, his natural talent to be good at sports. And he works hard. He puts, it's not just about talent, but he works hard in, in mastering his athletic abilities. And then as he enters adulthood, he continues to be active and he works, you know, maybe he works in labor um, and he plays sports, working out like a beast on the weekends, you know, and on, on the evenings and weekends. But then he enters middle age. He starts realizing he's had to slow down a bit and he's not being, he's not able to move as with much with as much vigor as he used to be used to in his youth and you know he's getting tired a little bit earlier in the evening you know he's feeling absolutely shot after a day of golf and you know he starts to like in middle age he starts to fear getting old and as he enters his late life his arthritis starts getting you know flares up more often than the flare-ups seem to get to be more severe you know his knees and his back and his hips are all you know, just like achy and, and pain in and, and pain a lot of the time and you know every time he gets up he's just like everything's just cracking and you know he's had to slow down because he's afraid he'll lose his balance um that his legs aren't the same as they used to be back in his you know his heyday and he's, he's insecure about his functional mobility dwelling on how much his body has changed um, and that it can't do the things that he wants it to do and so one day he goes to a grocery store to pick up some things and you know as he's, as he's leaving um, he sees a younger woman come up to me asking to help him and he's flabbergasted he's offended he's hurt like his feelings are hurt his, in, his insecurities are being brought to light, confirmed to be true, he's insecure about his age, and now this woman's coming up to him to confirm that, yeah, he's old. <laughs> that he's an old, he's being labeled as an old person, someone who's weak, someone who needs help, someone who's vulnerable, you know, someone who's elderly, feeble, who needs help from a younger, you know, younger person, really someone he never thought he would become. He brushes it off and can and just continues his day disappointed at just what just happened. And so I think that could really paint a picture for someone who maybe had that growing up, that, you know, that age is seen more of a weakness and age is something that we want to prevent. So I'm, I'm thinking about this. I'm thinking about maybe that's his story. I don't know. Like, we don't know <laughs> everyone's stories and the strangers we meet on the bus or the store. Um, everyone has their own story. So how would I react if I was him? And I mean, I'm in my mid thirties. I'm 
I've got a few decades before I can be considered old. Um, and but obviously for someone who's like in their teens, they may be like, oh my God, you're so old. But I know that's how I felt when I was in my teenage years. I'd be like, oh my God, you're 34. You're like, that's so old. Anyway, so it's hard to know how I will feel in 30 years time. But like this incident made me reflect on my upbringing and my thoughts and feelings and views on aging, age, and respecting the elderly. My birth order and some nicknames that I got when I was growing up. This is kind of like, this is kind of the experience that I've had around age and around, you know, wanting to be older or just my perspective. So as the youngest of three girls, so I have two older sisters, I've always wanted to be older, right? Like as the youngest, you're always trying to, you're always trying to play catch up. And I always tried to play catch up with my sisters and it's like a running theme across my childhood. You know, whatever they're doing, I want to do. Even if it's like something that is not appropriate for like an eight-year-old. You know, from reading their magazines. Like they would be reading, reading like Seventeen magazine in high school. And I'm like in elementary school. And then when I was in high school, they were reading, reading Cosmo. And then so it's just kind of like this constant catch-up. You know, watching their TV shows. Watching Dawson's Creek when I was like, you know, like learning about teenage romances and stuff like that. And I was barely like 12, 11 um you know to listen to their music um to being a fly on, fly on the wall when they discussed relationship issues when they talked about what's going on in their part-time jobs what what they were learning in school like you know what courses they were taking in high school when i was just like learning how to like draw or i don't even know like what do we learn in elementary school <laughs> like added addition and subtraction and, and fractions and stuff like that and i was like like learning about their troubles and calculus and and physics and chemistry and stuff like that as they were discussing those things i was also learning about myself and about things that i want i will be experiencing in the future and also they talked about what they were going to do after high school and made me start thinking about things that were like years in advance of my age and so i was mature for my age and in grade school someone actually gave me the nickname mature girl um and i guess it's just the way i acted that everything wasn't really i remember there was this boy uh who sat behind me in grade six and he would he was like he would sometimes spray me with a water like this this thing that he had i don't know spray thing and then i was really annoyed with him and so i turned around and i just said you're so immature like stop spraying me just stop it stop being so immature and like 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 now i think of it like as a, like a 10 11 year old who's to turn around be like super serious with another 10 11 year old and say that like that's i think to me is pretty mature from age like that i can't stand this immaturity of you spraying me it's not funny like just come on grow the fuck up right and to use that word mature anyway so then obviously over time that nickname became old soul right like it's a very common uh common way to describe someone who acts or or acts a lot older than what their age is um and i mean i think there's a lot of reasons why i was old an old soul i am an old soul because of my sisters trying to play catch up and just growing up i was in my head a lot and a lot of times thinking reflecting i wrote a lot of it in my diary about things that like i heard i saw um and really just listening to the people who were older me and their stories and their life lessons and things that they their mistakes and my dad and my mom they shared with me all the things that they did in the past that they regret 
um, and taking mental notes in my brain as well as actual physical notes so that I wouldn't make the same ones by the time I reached that point in life. And I even thought about like, I mean, I was a kid and I knew I wanted to be a mom and I was already thinking about what kind of mom I want to be, what kind of things that my parents were doing that I wanted to keep, things that they were doing that I knew I had this strong feeling about. I may not have known that they were wrong, but just something that like, hmm, that doesn't sit right with me. And I always wanted to grow up quickly because I felt that number, whatever it was, 10, 11, 13, um, never really reflected how I felt. I'm gonna end it where, because this is a few multi-part series, but like, so I talked about my birth order and my personality and how it's affected my views on age. The next part is really talking about like the environmental, social, and cultural factors that shape my views. And I'll tell, I'll dig deep into like the age hierarchy and that East and the West and my upbringing and how, you know, that respect your elders, it was, is ingrained in me, even though I may disagree with it. Um, so let me know your thoughts for now. Um, how do you think about feeling older? If you are someone who's in their, you know, late years, um, what would you, how would you feel if a younger person came up to you and asked to help you carry your groceries? Um, and if you're someone who's younger, like myself in their thirties or twenties, like, is that something you would do? If you saw someone at a grocery store who was older and elderly, um, would you go up to, them, up to them and help them? And, and what, how would you respond if they kind of brushed you off? Let me know. Hey guys, it's Catherine here. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. If you loved this or you resonated with this and found value in my content, please hit the subscribe button. And thank you so much from the bottom of my heart.